Hello to all the listeners and welcome back to the next episode of Fontabine and I'm your host PJ. So thank you so much guys. Like the previous episode has been so much more interesting and I've posted all the updates on LinkedIn. You guys can look over there for all the supports you guys have made so far. Again, thanks a lot. So today our episode is so, so, so special because we have one such person whose startup has a wonderful purpose saving the planet you know every time i start with the story and then go into the guest intro and so on but i don't want to give a story about it because the introduction itself will talk everything we know the Montreal government has banned plastic bags that's a brave initiative hats off to the quebec government but in most part of canada we still use plastic bags and the government also have taken so much initiative on banning single-use plastics Back in India, we had plastic ban over like a year or year and a half ago. And kudos to all the country who has taken this pretty good step forward. Our guest today is Mr. Purushottam and Kannan is a serial entrepreneur with a true love towards saving the planet for better. Purushottam started his first career as an entrepreneur making incense sticks for two years. Then he jumped into IT industry and has an experience for about 14 plus year working with the big techs like Rogers, TCS, RBC, HP Enterprise and IBM. After all these things, he founded his first consulting firm that he had it for about a year. And then he was the founder and CEO of Foodona, a food waste reduction app for two plus years. Currently, he is the founder and CEO of Greeny Inc an innovative packaging solution of using paper bags for five plus years. So let's hear it from our guest. First of all, starting, I'm truly not sure where to start because the domain you actually have your startup has so much impact on society today because it's all about climate, saving planet. We like every single person talks about climatic changes, but never takes, you know, never dare to take a step forward to actually change it. But whatever you have done from your starting company that's uh, back in Pondicherry and after Fedona and right now, what you have made is so much incredible. Uh, as you said, like, you know, let's start from your passion on saving the planet, food waste and the plastic waste. First of all, thank you so much, uh, Bob Darini, uh, for having me here. Um, and uh, I'm super excited to be uh, part of this interview. And um, and also, like, uh, this is a great journey so far. Um, it all started from one single idea. Uh, basically, I was originally born and brought up in India. And then I came to Canada in 2010. Um, and uh, in my teenage, I, was, uh, I had a couple of startups. I didn't realize that I... I want to be a business owner one day but it was just done for fun just for extra money and uh, it did quite well and uh, i learned a lot uh, in my uh, in those days actually um like i had a small bank i collected money from my friends family to save it and give it back to them with an interest and that was the start actually it was i think i done it uh, seven eight years or <laughs> then i think uh, i started um, an incense company where we make perfumes and incense incense uh, for devotional things uh, for uh, spiritual things like that. and uh, that startup also um, did well but uh, due to the chemical things and uh, I didn't go for it continue for, for further and also I did binding I did many things like uh, I coached people uh, students for extra income but then in 2010 I immigrated to Canada the life 
go smooth and swell. But I think something was always daunting on me. Like I was something like I have a question: what I'm doing here? Why I'm here? First of all, and what is my passion? Why I live in this world? First of all, those are the questions that are always bugging my mind. I think, um, and I feel like I want to be more become an entrepreneur because I feel like I have leadership qualities. I can still develop a lot of leadership qualities uh, and uh, management qualities. Uh, skills and uh, improve my communication and also like I went for Toastmasters uh, in 2012, 2013 and 14, which was phenomenal. It was like a real transformation on uh, communications and leadership uh, things. They coach it really well, and um, you get an opportunity to talk with a lot of networking people. So from there, I always wanted to solve global problems and uh, climate change. I hate wasting things. Even from my childhood, I see that uh, the products can be utilized to a maximum. Even though if it is made for one purpose, you can still use it for another purpose, and then still uh, have it uh, the most of the value, and then throw it. So that's how it started in 2015 and 16. Um, I feel like I really want to be an entrepreneur. That time, um, I feel like there are a lot of stories, uh, startup stories, successful stories uh, I hear uh, in the on the YouTube and podcasts. And uh, I started reading books. I feel like okay, I, this is the time I should really try to become an entrepreneur. In 2016, um, and I read an article about food waste happening in Canada for 32 billion dollars worth of food is wasted every year. That is one third of the food that is produced is going waste. So I felt like there is an opportunity to solve this problem. I created an app like a software application um, that connects. Um, Instant offers, like something like um, there is an offer uh, for uh, pizza around your community. It will pop up your uh, mobile app. You can buy it, okay. or if you have a waste from your home, you can donate to your neighbors. Okay. You can post it in the like 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 Kijiji, but it's not like more like Kijiji, but it's similar. So and uh, that app, I think I invest a lot of money, and um, in fact, we got uh, potential customers to sign up. But in the finishing part, we didn't complete that. It was a huge loss, but. Um, Again, I I learned a lot of things from it. Um, what should I do? What should I do? Mm-hmm. Not to do. Um, and uh, maybe I, I I learned a huge lesson saying that don't try everything at the same time. Try one thing at a time. Learn, fail, learn, improve, learn. That's a thing I learned from. That's a great. And also idea. like, oh, thank you. And uh, 2018, I I think. Um, Uh, 2019 July uh, when we got selected into Launchpad Accelerator from Dalhousie, so they gave a $10,000 grant money. I used the money, and um, I felt like there is a um, missing opportunity in Canada and the USA. That is like people waste a lot of paper, and exactly on the same week, the Prime Minister of Canada has announced a ban on single-use plastic bags. Yeah, I saw an opportunity. Wow! So there is an opportunity for. Paper bags, of course, plastics will be banned. There are tons and tons of paper wastes happening. So let's combine this opportunity and make a business out of it. And we we made some bags um, in a week. We sell uh, we sold at the Halifax Forum Market. We made sixty bags uh, in a Friday night. We sold it in the uh, Saturday wow. morning. Within one hour, we sold all sixty bags. I was so shocked. Oh my God, people like it. That's how this idea got to shape, and from there we we have sold sixty thousand bags without any advertisements, and it is growing by word of mouth, and we are growing more towards technology. 
that's hope I answered actually, question. That's actually an incredible story. Like the inspiration you took was truly meaningful, purposeful as well. So when you said you were a Toastmaster, I think that's a very good place to, if you are a person who's shy enough, you know, who, who are definitely in your comfort zone, I think Toastmaster is one such place where you can break out of your nutshell and like talk to people, leave out that shy space and be bold enough. What exactly does Green Eye does? Like who are your customers? What is your potential market? Greeny is a startup company. We manufacture um, paper bags made directly from newspapers, flyers and magazines, brochures, any clean paper waste into paper bags. So we do not add any chemicals or pulping or bleaching process. This is 100% um, eco-friendly, truly eco-friendly compared to the recycled paper bags. And uh, I would typically coin this word upcycle paper bags. So upcycle paper bags, which means you take the paper waste, you turn them directly into paper bags without any chemical or process. So that I also want to explain something about that. A lot of people don't know that uh, because the paper recycling process, which means once you throw in the uh, blue bin, and they collect everything, um, they compact in a bale, and it goes to the paper mill company, where the paper mill company uh, use a hot water and a shredder and um, <clears throat> high force, centrifugal force, uh, to break the uh, papers, fibers. So they have to add, um, I mean, bleaching agent, all those uh, things to bleach it, like make it white paper. When, and also like it is not eco-friendly, right? And the whole process, it's, uh, it emits a lot of carbon dioxide to the atmosphere. Obviously, you know that heat is involved. And uh, water, you need to cool the plant. Uh, you need a water pro or processing. And you need oil. You need all natural gas uh, to burn the thing. And also, you add chemicals. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's the thing, right? There is a lot of, lot of chemicals and processes involved, even though if it is a recycle. And a lot of people don't know that. Even plastic bags takes less energy compared to paper bags. Okay. But the only problem is the plastic bags are not properly recycled, mm -hmm. but the paper bags are compostable, recyclable, but it takes too much energy compared to plastic bags. So there is a huge problem with both these uh, uh, existing market, uh, market products, right? So that's what we came into the middle. Okay, why can't we take clean paper waste from libraries and uh, paper mills or printers, uh, even from households? If it's a clean household, we can get it from as a donation. And once we get into that, like corporate offices, we have a lot of um, retail stores, like you have a lot of wastes we can collect from you and then we can assess it and we can make a nice bags and you can use it for marketing purpose, which is really phenomenal. Rather than you throw this paper, you are giving a second life and also you are advertising your uh, our ads, like advertisement ads and the marketing thing on the back, people can see it, yeah. which is like a, really a potential hill. And when we tried it, did work? And from there, we catch uh, this idea and uh, take this idea to the next level. Now we are existing uh, for more than three, uh, three and a half years, and uh, we have 150 small clients. Uh, initially, we get uh, less support, we were, uh, but now we have a huge fan face. Like they buy only coffee news bags, they buy only newspaper bags. Wow. They, they, they like it, they, they know it actually, though, what we are doing. So they believe in us, it's really phenomenal. Like we also sell, uh craft bags also for wholesale and also we offer logo printing and uh, we we give uh, crinkle paper shreds like uh, the shredder paper for packaging 
uh and then we are also planning to make foldable mailing boxes and over your profiles i i definitely have seen that the paper bag could withstand a weight of, of about like 15 lb and uh, the way you said it's advertising like the paper has advertisement and when you make it into a paper bag you, it's you know showing up the ad over there like the cobrian thing that you had over your you know <laughs> a uh, profile i i truly liked it it's one way like you try to solve a little problem and try to find all possible markets over there that's actually something that startup today has to learn from you you yeah. know you have built your startup through pandemic which is like for 5 years you know the previous 5 years like 2 to 3 years we have been in pandemic how hard it was in pandemic when you have to scale your business i feel like uh, the pandemic has almost stopped our business and uh, and we started like few few week few months back few months back before the pandemic and we were slowly uh, forming the company and uh, making the business model and then pandemic hit everything is closed you cannot get paper you cannot meet with people face to face it was real. but one thing that was uh, positive for me is that idea i believe this idea will work definitely will work and uh, i know this the tough time cannot last for a long time so this tough time is temporary and uh, once we pass through that definitely we can uh, we can make it a huge thing and that's what it's happened right and uh, it's i mean first one year you know the pandemic was yeah, very was, severe yeah. um and uh, we tried to get everything without touching the paper like uh, we curated the paper we we still got the paper from the donors which is really phenomenal i want to thank them and uh, once we collect the paper we put it in a storage for 15 20 days so that even there is a virus in the i mean mm-hmm. the the thing inside it will die in 15 yeah. days and then we take the paper so which means we cure the thing and everything is safe we approach the safer side in economic perspective of course we were very hit uh, by the pandemic because uh, there was no sale happen mm-hmm. a lot of customers put a hold or some people cancel the orders uh which was really uh painful but that's okay i can still understand their pain point yeah um but again like uh, you know that now we are slowly growing we get uh, one or two signups every week from different uh, customer base which is really phenomenal and also the customers still other customers so what i can tell uh, the people who listens to this thing i mean tough time don't plus tough people do that yeah. there is a book i would suggest uh, read the book i the book actually really helped me to be tough during the tough time so you started like being 15 years in the id industry and then you started with the startup but have you ever felt like it's so late why should we do it have you ever felt that lateness feel that's a great question yes i feel every day that i should have started 20 years ago <laughs> so <laughs> um you know what actually a lot of people think about uh, can i do a business can i do a startup Well, you know what? You can try. Give a try. Don't worry about that. Whoever listens to this, I would say, suggest you uh, try. Small level. Don't think about like big thing. Always the big. You have a big goal, but start small. Act act quickly, because um, things are fast. Like life is going really fast pace, right? And I feel like the twelve years just gone like that. And um, in fact, I came to Canada for just to. Uh, get a job go to work and then just to settle the life but things got changed i i feel like i should uh, think more than that because i'm capable of doing more than that um so that's what you need to so when you feel that mm-hmm. that little confident in you in you 
that pushes you, just grab that. Sometimes your intuition, intuition tells you, okay, you can do it. Yeah. When you hear that voice, grab it. Don't, don't wait for it. And I feel like um, after three, four years, I feel like, oh my God, I should have started this something before itself. Even, for example, this time I, I have failed a mul multiple months, years, whatever it is. But now I'm marching towards to become successful, to make a good, good money, good, get a good living, and also make a positive impact to the world. But what I'm trying to say, things may not be going uh, good in the beginning, but uh, always be consistent. Like Alibaba founders said once, uh, you know, Jack Ma, he yeah. said, um, start act upon today. And today is very difficult. Tomorrow will be more difficult. The day after tomorrow will be far more difficult. Mm -hmm. But the day after that will be a sunshine. So that's what I can say. Consistency is one word that everybody should follow by even when we are studying or, you know, going towards a job you have to be consistent everywhere trying hard working hard and it's a well said thing that's great and sales without marketing like how did that have been uh, of course i have to do some marketing mm -hmm. um but um, i mean to say like i haven't done anything like conventional way like i go to door to door every single area something like that so i target people for a particular reason um like potential customer lists, very small list, I, I talk with them. And also like the business uh, sales does not happen quickly. It takes time. A consumer can decide now if they want something, they can buy it. And But the business sale, business sale, it takes a lot of time. Even if it is a small sale, the business owner think about economic thing. They need to trust you and uh, they need to believe in you. And they need to test the product first and everything must work smoothly. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's it takes some time. So marketing, I have uh, done some little marketing in uh, social media, for example, social, uh, Facebook, yeah. LinkedIn, Instagram. Uh, and also like I directly approach people uh, whenever I meet in accelerators because I participate in a lot of accelerators program to coach, uh, to get to some mentorship and if grants, anything available. So that's the way I can meet with uh, other small business owners in the same thing. When they reach out to me, I explain my things. If they like it, then we got to connect. So that's how I got a lot of customers from there. But I also tried to uh, email customers, uh, but I never call anybody, but I'm going to call soon. So I would say marketing is necessary. And um, marketing is the, um, is the queen of business, actually. Uh, so <laughs> you have to be, mm -hmm. you have to market your product. And, uh, but consistency, I would say, Discipline, build a discipline. Discipline is much more than anything else. I will discipline in the sense, whether you like it or not, try to build a discipline. Do the thing again and again, even though if it is bitter, the bitter will become a sweet one day. So uh, bitterness becomes sweetness one day. So I would say that. So be, be, be disciplined, Dis build your brain to be disciplined and then you become a second habit. You do it whether you like it or not. Every day you train your mind to do that. It's like brushing every day in the morning. That's something good. like that. How many employees do you currently have? Like when you started, how was it? Yes, uh, when I started, it was only me. I do all the thing. I collect the paper. Uh, I do every evening. Uh, I had a job before, so I have to do it in the evening. I do it uh, in the weekends. So it was a full load of work. Um, I was doing it. At one point of time, uh, I felt that 
I felt that um, I should outsource the manufacturing. Um, <clears throat> in 2020, when the pandemic hit, we got an opportunity to meet with uh, another uh, uh, nonprofit association, uh, people from Halifax. They were actually looking for companies to work with. They have people who's looking for a job. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the, it all was like a coincidence. It all, all happened like a coincidence. Um, and then we started from there. Now we have immigrant women like refugees. They are working as independent contractors. So they are the one who make the bank. I coach them on how to make bags for one day, two days. Then they were able to make nice quality bags um, by themselves. It is done in Halifax and uh, they are working from their home, uh, homes actually. Um, I don't supervise anything like that. So they are independent contractors. They work on their flexible hours. We pay uh, to the number of bags they make, but it is equated to the number of hours, like minimum wages. So it's a pure thing. You you work, you make more bags, make more money. That's it. And uh, right now we have, I have trained around uh, 15 to 20 people. I didn't count it, but I have trained a lot of uh, immigrant women. Um, we have now four people working um, from Halifax. That's Halifax cool. and Dartmouth. The domain over today on the table we have is an ideation phase. So this is an intermediate step in design thinking. You know, I had this course in my master's uh, called innovation and communication, literally related to that. So that's like the only course I have paid attention, like most concentrated and the most interactive class I've ever had. So over that class, we talk all about design thinking, where the ideation is the intermediary step. So ideation is nothing but you generate idea and a solution like through brainstorming, sketching, mind mapping, and you can even bring out like a worst possible idea. And from there, the ideation can also be born. So what was your ideation process look like? Like when you thought of, okay, let's change this, you know, industry of like papers into a paper bag that's a disruptive thing. So what was your ideation look like? How do you want it to make it? Yes, I mean, um, uh, basically, I have to tell a small background, like why uh, I pursued this idea, because I was originally born in India, where uh, you can see newspaper bags yeah. it's been quite used in the small retail uh, vendors, uh, like street vendors, uh, even small stores like uh, grocery stores. So, but that's just an idea. But you have to turn that idea into business. Now, um, it might work in India because the labor is cheap. You can ask anybody to make a bag for you uh, manually, but in Canada, you cannot do that because the labor is expensive mm -hmm. and you have to follow the rules and regulations, which is really, uh, uh, you have to, you must follow that. So we follow that. And, uh, and also like uh, due to the inflation and things, you have to provide things at uh, nominal price. Otherwise customer cannot afford it. They cannot stay with you. So that's a challenge. So, that was a challenge was we faced for a very long time. Now we are into smooth phase. Um, like uh, it's all prototyping, right? I would say start with a quick prototyping and uh, don't think about anything like complicated for now. Just, just do the mechanics and dynamics. See how things work. Even yesterday I made a prototype uh, with my son and my wife. It was fun. So what I'm thinking, <laughs> uh, we can talk about it later. But uh, the thing is make quick prototypes. Whatever the idea comes to your mind, don't wait. Just take a note and uh, go to Dollarama or a dollar store, whatever it is. Just buy small things at a cheaper cost. Try to prototype. 
see how things works and you can learn from it if you have something that in mind do not wait right so ideation phase like uh, we always um, i i would recommend a book called uh, the lean startup by eric ries uh, lean startup that's a famous book that i read it was a great book actually so in the book he mentioned about uh, build measure learn build you build you build something test it measure the results and learn from it so that's the thing that i took uh, approach to my um, startup so when you have an idea try try to uh, test it in a small scale and learn it and then you take a reference point a failure point as a reference point and then you build improvise that so that's that you can you can always improve so if you know that complete if something is completely not working okay you you tried it you failed it that's okay nothing wrong with that and uh, thomas edison has failed 10000 times yeah. to build a bulb right so that why can't we so we can try our own things so uh, short form always uh, try to adapt japanese techniques like kaizen kaizen means k i z e n continuous improvement so continuous improvement for business and also for self uh, i i try i think i i adapt the japanese technique also to to be ideating things and also when i try something i talk with the industrial experts about my idea get their feedback some people give it for free they don't charge mm-hmm. you get the feedback and uh, try to adapt try to talk at least four to five people industrial experts mm-hmm. they give different different perspective about idea try it and sell it try to sell it don't hold it when you sell in the real market if somebody buys it then that's a business so how did you keep your ideas like clean and composed when you start thinking about okay this is a problem and i'm going to give a solution at that point you can get 10000 solution but you don't know which one is feasible you have to like <laughs> narrow it down to a single thing how did you keep keep kept it so composed into one single targeted oh yeah that's a, that's a great question like every uh, entrepreneur every business owner go through this phase so it is very confusing right you it, yeah. you have tons and tons of uh, ideas and tons and tons of uh, solution so i would think i would suggest you uh, make an excel sheet and put uh, what is your passion first of all you, you there will be there must be a passion for you that you can rank it and then um, you can you can put your ideas based upon your passion and whatever you feel the most valuable and it's most close to your heart and it's giving me uh, giving you more challenges and at the same time more happiness when you do that that is the thing you should pursue so in fact i have an idea book i, I have 100 over 100 ideas uh, i i i like i should complete everything one day uh, but again like there is no time and the money available to try everything yeah. so you must pursue what is the most important and the most valuable thing make an excel sheet and then rank it just based upon the points like value the money um and the time taken and also the resources you have and the can be achieved can uh, how can you do something like that with based upon the make a point system and you you rank it to a prior decision and take from the top that's what i can say so every company has a unique value proposition that's how a company is measured in the market so and innovation is also important for a company you can't like you know create the same idea again and again for a problem why do you think innovation matters to a startup you know there is a distinction right so startup means what you try an idea you solve a problem you come up with an idea so the idea can be new or can be improvisation of 
uh, existing idea. So if you try to start a store, like copying your computer, can we say it's a startup? No, it is just like a retail store. So you are trying to do something new that is innovative. I mean, there are tons and tons of brands here, like take paper bags. Mm -hmm. You can buy from Dollarama, you can go to Superstore or Walmart, you can buy a paper bag, yeah. Michaels, Amazon, but why they come to me? Because they believe in our mission. What our mission is, basically we, we save trees, we reduce the pollution, and there are multiple things. So in a business, if you have a startup, you must have a core value. Yeah. The core value should at least impress some sort, uh, subset of customers. So if you take 100%, our core values reach to some people. So they like it, they buy it. And also like the, our, our, our main uh, intention was just to educate the customer so that um, it is not about selling a bag, right? It, we are also tell the customers why our things are good, why you should not use the craft bags, why, what are the bad things about that? So that the customer is aware of the thing. We are really making a positive change. That is very important. And uh, whatever we do, it's 100% eco-friendly. You know that I, start, I use uh, used uh, shipping boxes, like uh, the boxes, the shipping yeah, box. Yeah, the cartoon. I, yeah, and it, it again saves more trees. Small innovation, small idea, but it has a huge impact. That's what I want to say. How do I say if my idea is good? How do I actually figure out, okay, this is my idea and I should start perceiving on it. As I already said, there are like tons of ideas that could come up when you have to solve a problem. But picking up that particular thing is very important. If if you picked up the wrong solution, you know, it could actually lead you into a full <clears throat> disaster. When you try something, something you love, something is sellable. There are two different things. Yeah. People always confuse that. Mm -hmm. If what uh, people think like, okay, whatever I love, if I do it, I'll become very successful. That's okay. That might be true in some cases. But what I mean to say, what people like it, if you know that, you'll be successful. You are a successful businessman. And you take any successful millionaires, millionaires, they know what is sellable in the market. They know clearly yeah. what, if you, whatever you sell it, it is. It must be sellable. So if you do that, you will be more successful. So when I started the idea, I was thinking in a different perspective. I was doing something different, but I, I learned the way. I refined in the way that after talking to a lot of customers, that we we need to get our ideas because we are selling to them. They are the one who paying to you. So you need to yeah. first understand them, get their points, and then try to fulfill that. When you do that, you will be successful. That's it. So they, all the businesses, whatever you see right now, it all just built it in that just the way. So it all about customers, not about us. Any product is a, is a product, right? So it's not uh, nothing uh, small or big. It solves a purpose. It solves a problem. That's a product. So just go for it. That's great. Like so far, after I've done so many interviews, like this point, what you said, especially like hit me so hard. Well, you know what? I can add a little bit about that. Yeah. Initially, um, you know, startup uh, entrepreneurs are stubborn sometimes. Sorry to be yeah, saying that. But that's <laughs> the, so we always feel that uh, our idea is the best. Yeah. Truth be told, may or may not. I would say 
think about the problem. So you, you can solve through multiple solutions, but the solution depends upon situation and the people. So I will give an example. Say you are living in uh, Montreal, for example. You want to visit Halifax. How you can come? Can you come through flight? Can you come through train? Can you walk? Can you take a, a motorbike to ride? Can you take a car? It depends upon you. <laughs> so these are five different solutions. You can still solve it. It's all about the solution. Which purpose solves what? So who 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 do you first advertise to? Who do you solve it? To? Okay, your idea should be niche market. So you should target with a niche market. Try to be unique, and solve it. There are a lot of people um, who likes that particular idea. Like there are a group of people, mm -hmm. subset of people who prefer that. Try to target them, and you get more. You really had a multiple awards, like you know, best sustainable business of the year in 2022 from the Immigration Services Association of Nova Scotia and the Good Spark Grant winner of Des Jardins. And there were a lot of innovative startups awards that you have selected and you have been selected for in Nova Scotia. More on top, your product was shipped to US and you had a chance to meet Gary Vee. So tell me about that. How was it meeting Gary Vee? Oh, Gary Vee. <laughs> I like the... Uh... <laughs> I like he's a great person. Yeah, I like him. Um, I did went for a licensing expo uh, once in Las Vegas um, a few months back. A few months back, I think uh, I met like, Gary V. I mean, I was he it was a seminar. He was talking in the seminar. Oh, cool. Um, I sneaked into the the back of the back door. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so everybody was ready to take a picture. I took immediately. In fact, I show my bag to him. He said, "Wow, this is cool, man." That's what he said. Exactly oh. the same way he said. Um, he didn't talk much because uh, there are a lot of people who are waiting. He has to take a flight. So um, I said, uh, hi, Gary. I, I follow your things. I love uh, what you're talking, your coaching. And uh, I, I bought all your books I'm reading. So I said, okay, good, good. Okay, send me an email. Uh, and then I gave the sample to okay. his assistant. I felt like uh, a billionaire says, wow, this is a good product, which means Obviously, it's a good product. Good. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> obviously a true. You know, it, it could have been such a memorable experience for you. Gary V is such a person that I inspire the most uh, oh. for like marketing and um, social medias and everything. He's such an inspiration for every young generation people over here who wants to push their business up into the sales side of the market. So I think that would have been a memorable incident for you. And I'm just waiting to have one just for me to hopefully. Yeah, give it a try. I mean, uh, you know what, billionaire, those things, I mean, but he is very down to earth. You mm -hmm. go close to him. In fact, he tapped my tummy. Oh, just okay. like, hey, <laughs> just like, <laughs> I was so shocked, man. He's so friendly. That's and uh, give, give it a try. Like, there are a lot of um, seminars and things happening in the US. So mm -hmm. if you have visa to go to the US, yeah. uh, try to attend. And uh, sure. they are approachable, seriously. And uh, yeah, and all. In fact, I met with um, Jerry Pond. Jerry Pond oh, is okay. almost like a great person from Atlantic Canada. He loved my idea, I and mean, uh, that's the thing. In fact, he told me that once I got another um, project, uh, he suggested me to try. He might be investing in my product. Basically, so like, yeah. Yeah. So not to, you know, disrespect as a kid, like we used to make paper bags at home back in India and just to pass time and enjoy. 
but you have created a million dollar company with this idea how did you find comfort over your idea like you could have thought okay this is just an existing as you have told in india we use it for just paper bags like anywhere to shops to the nearby stores you go you just use it as a paper bag and making it into a industry like a, a different company it needs so much courage because it's just an idea why should we do that what would people think about it there's a lot of insecurities how did you come over it you know what simple idea is sometimes is the yeah. difficult thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> i would say that and um, well the thing is when we immigrate to a new country you are not just bringing uh, yourself you are bringing some new culture and change and uh, i feel that canada or us or wherever it is then people has to adapt good things from other cultures like what we do it in india i have seen newspaper bags since i was a kid my mom used to make it so newspaper bag is not a new thing for me and um um yeah of course uh, building a great business is really a good thing um um like uh, this small idea but the one thing we were really advanced or we were doing in a proper way is we are the first one in the world to build a semi automatic assembly line which can fold the paper join the paper and make a nice bag out of it newspaper there is no company in the world who has a machine for making bags from newspaper or magazine Same. seriously i i tried mm-hmm. almost like 100 companies i reached out to them they said okay there is no need to make bags why can't you recycle make a new paper and make mm-hmm. a bag that's what always people think now i i don't want to follow their route i want to follow my route that's and we cool. want to create mm-hmm. a new sector a new vertical that is called recycle uh, sorry upcycle bag not recycle bag so they're totally different different in fact a lot of we get a lot of uh, funny comments or humiliations in the beginning and some people are still uh, don't like the thing and that's okay but one thing we are doing what we are doing is a great work that's what i believe and um, and you know that the machines can make 500 bags so <clears throat> anybody can make a business like us like they can hand make a newspaper into a bag but we are really advanced in the thing we have developed machines to reduce the human work and increase the productivity so now our bags can, sorry our assembly line can make 500 to 600 bags averagely per oh. hour is phenomenal we have gone from zero to one mm-hmm. this is the thing i would say that's that's a great step forward i could definitely say so what were the mistakes that you made in your early stage of the company like not just this from the incense stakes to fudona what were the mistakes that helped you over here all right um so what um there are multiple mistakes right like even like if somebody making million dollar they still make mistakes but i would say when you start everything looks like mistakes okay sometimes it might be discouraging to you uh, you make silly mistakes uh, right from uh, trusting somebody mm-hmm. giving the money they might, some people can cheat and they go away it also seems like uh, you are always working and not making any useful things or you are not making money but you are spending all your time and efforts to it it seems like a waste of time and energy always have a proper tools tracking like track all the things whatever you try track it and then you learn it document i mean to say document right. if you don't document you never learn you you might completely forget about the thing 
and uh, since you asked one thing about how do you idea uh, how do you think about the idea ideation and inspiration i don't know uh, i didn't ask about the inspiration but uh, there were many inspirations for me and uh, one inspiration is basically uh, muruganandam arunachalam he is from uh, tamil nadu coimbatore okay. uh, he was the one who revolutionized the menstrual the period pads yeah. for the woman mm-hmm. and there is a movie about him uh the it's called padman it's for, it was yeah. played by akshay kumar akshay kumar just watch that movie yeah i like the movie and uh, the the movie clearly shows like what struggles you face when you come up with an idea don't worry about the degree you can be anybody who is a degree holder or non degree holder doesn't matter you have an idea you want to execute that you make a positive change that's what is most important so that that's a movie i i was very inspired uh, watched recently and also there is a movie called uh, surarai protu from tamil yeah. you might know uh, which is very good movie and uh, the aviator from uh, english okay. uh, aviator and um, and also i have to mention a couple of uh, people who really inspired me uh, to become an inventor like not only inventor <laughs> like businessman one is the steve jobs another one i would say uh, saichiro honda honda the founder mm-hmm. of honda yeah. the story was truly phenomenal and uh, kfc founder you know that colonel sanders and uh, pizza pizza hut founder um, uh, tom monahan um, and uh, tesla nikola tesla nikola tesla is my demigod he is the god of me in fact i have uh, uh, a statue oh wow <laughs> <laughs> my final question would be what is your view on passion and what is your view on failure um okay passion drives you passion i mean uh, if you want to be an entrepreneur you must have a passion so you you can be anything like you you think about any successful people right what what drives them one single word passion they are passionate passionate about a particular thing yeah. they adapt They keep going they never stop if you are passionate about it don't stop don't stop on your dreams i would say like passion drives you even though you can or you cannot do it the passion pushes you to do it actually um regards with the failures i mentioned before fail for fail more actually okay there is a bad perspective about failure oh if you fail oh no no that's not good no that's not true if you take any successful people anybody who have achieved big things so far if you go backwards like put the dot like steve jobs said connect the dot dot backwards they have failed miserably before miserably they have failed multiple times it's not about laying on the same ground you it's all about wake up and try one more time i would say one small thing here one important point um once you fail don't stop on the same level get up quickly um take a little pause and convince yourself yeah it's okay then try and um energize yourself and that's how you can come back like a rubber ball right you you throw yeah. on the thing you will come back so you try you try every time you go backward you you go high more high mm-hmm. and uh, recently i saw an inspiring um, physics uh, thing from instagram i want to mention here you know the ball like uh, steel balls oh yeah it was uh, dropped from uh, three surface areas one is just like a slope mm-hmm. 
another one is having a um, um, straight straight line no no slanting another one is a bumpy bumpy ride yeah. you know which ball they they drop the ball at the same everything is same length mm -hmm. but they drop drop the ball at the same time do you know which ball came first i think the bouncy ones which one the oh, bouncy bumpy. ones could have made it go faster that is correct yeah that is correct why people think like oh this is slanting okay you start from that and come quickly no that's not true the people imagine there are people like that they go the same direction same speed they go like that forever there are people who try they fail they stop that's the first thing second thing same speed same way third people will try little success fail they are the first one who reach got it so i hope this one explains you <laughs> yeah so we are actually at the end of the session and this session more than information i could definitely say it has a lot of inspiration into it from an idea which people might think you know this is just a simple thing and facing a lot of humiliation a lot of failures and what you are today is truly remarkable like failure is okay it is fine to have failure in your life until you have a consistency to move forward despite of whatever you face so this is an inspiration session for sure thank you for all your wonderful ideas the knowledge that you have pushed forward today and all those words that you have spoken are truly golden i could definitely say thank you so much for you know being on the show i actually enjoyed i truly got that inspiration i feel like lot of times when you are speaking i started to have goosebumps and i started feeling those words inside me uh, if a person listens to this episode truly by heart it has so much value into it thank you so much for this opportunity this yeah, is sure. uh, phenomenal thank you so much guys this episode is more of an inspiration as i've told it thousand times just before the outro so i couldn't stop it i had so much goosebumps throughout the episodes thank you so much for the guest for more of the previous episode try to visit www.dontrebine.com you can find all my previous episode over there or go to spotify and apple podcast search for dontrebine you you can find all my previous episodes over there so just start following it start sharing to your friends families and anybody even it can be you to take inspiration from all the guests that i've spoken previously Thank you so much guys see you in the next episode until then you're listening to Entrebine and I'm your host PJ